Hello, good morning, good night and good evening for wherever you're listening from. This is Dee from Mama Morning Manor. <laughs> it's been too long since I've sat down and done a podcast. I apologise to anybody who has messaged me or seen me in the last couple of months and asked me, when's your next podcast? I've not seen a podcast recently. It's been crazy going back to work and doing everything in motherhood. Um, But I am back, I'm trying something a little bit new and I'm going to start doing some collaborations with some faith-filled mums that I know. It's going to be a really exciting time to really delve into their journey and the word together. Um, I want to apologise for this particular podcast, the sound quality isn't quite as good as I would like, however we're going to put it out anyway and I pray that you are blessed. Any feedback at all, please post it on either Anchor or the Instagram which is triple M underscore podcast. Thank you very much and God bless guys, bye bye. And I have with me today... A condi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is? I am thirty-one years old. I can't believe this. I've literally just found out this fact. It's mad. Did you think I was younger or I older? You were older. Really? Oh you seem so mature. Stop it. You have so much of me, my love. The wisdom is just blooming out. <laughs> love it. And you have two, how many children? I've got two kids, Aww. two boys, a two-year-old two and a five-month-old. Nearly three, the two-year-old. Two wow. years and ten months, to be exact. Wow. Yeah. And I have one cherub boy <laughs> who is, he's 15 months. Um, we both live in Cambridgeshire, so we're both rural girls. Yes. You used to live in the city up north I did and now you're back down here correct and what is your um industry where do you work where do I work I'm in the legal field so I'm a solicitor <laughs> oh hallelujah um, we met at the same thing that I, that I run yes and you came along and I thought who is this bundle of sunshine <laughs> stop it that <laughs> Who is this bundle of sunshine that I have met? And you were just, you were just a joy. Really? And then found that you live across the road from me. Yeah, that was good. So it's great that we're able to do this. Um, you have your lovely husband taking care of your little one. Your little one, your toddler. Mine is that childcare. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, and the other ones here, just in case. Just in case. Um, currently just playing with his toes, which is ultra, ultra, ultra cute. Yeah, just trying to eat it. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through this, like, like, the new you. So obviously, you've done this now twice. Like, what changed within you after you had your first child? What changed? Oh, I think, first of all, what I can really think of now is the amount of love that you have within you that you don't even know that you have. Obviously, you love your spouse, but my God, the love that you have for a child is so different. And I could just feel, you know, when you feel like you're someone's everything, Mm. like they need you, they rely on you. And that that brings a little bit of anxiety as well, you know, that pressure on you, like, oh, I've got to be safe. I've got to take care of myself because there's someone who needs me, you know, and all of that. So that was a bit of a... 
the change, you know, realizing that it's actually so much love, so much love within me. So I, I would say I was obsessed with my first. Like I, I was that mom who was always holding him, never putting him down, kissing him every time. Like I needed him. I felt like we were mutually benefiting from each other <laughs> in that you know and then i think he was about four four months when covid hit so yeah <laughs> so we needed each other even much more you know but i would say in terms of what what changed motherhood changed me in that i realized i had i had so much to give in terms of love the volume of emotion that mm. comes around having a child. Yeah. You know, one minute you're elated, cloud nine, all the rest of it. The next thing, you're anxious mm. and nervous with all of the questions that you ask Mr. Google. Oh, <laughs> let's not even go there. <laughs> How much should you sleep? How much should you sleep? Because we, yeah, we, we both have decided 100%, to breastfeed for, yeah. for, for amounts of time. How long should he feed for? How long should she sleep for? How long should he be sleeping for at night? And then, you, and then all of a sudden, you're exposed to this volume of information, information. that you just don't, yeah. you don't understand. And then people are saying, well, put your baby down. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> My mom. Oh, you're, you're carrying him again? You're spoiling him. Put him down. Yeah. He would never be able to stay in childcare without you. Yeah. You know, I'm very proud to say I'm a you strong mama. <laughs> <laughs> Every mom who's raising a kid with or without a partner is very strong. Like you have to be, you know. So you having to function on little or no sleep, and you have to still function at your optimal best and make sure your baby's not in harm's way and all of that stuff. So no, 100%. Raising a kid in the UK is very different from raising a kid in Nigeria um, or in Jamaica, I imagine, as well. Um, but yeah, we are very strong. You realize that you can't, you can't, there's a different type of tiredness, you know, before babies, when you come back from work and say you're tired and you haven't got time. And then I had a baby and I thought, oh, I was I never tired before. I was just lazy. No. <laughs> Obviously you get different grace for different periods of time. Um, I would say so that grace was there, but yeah. So right, let's return. Let's let's stick to let's stick digress. To no, 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 it's fine. But it's all relevant conversation. Let's talk about love, like so. Let's bring it back to the Bible. Mm. You know, this is uh, this is our manner. We're yeah. talking devotion and everything else. That's like, right. So we talk about God's love for mm. us, like everybody knows the verse, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. His only one. <laughs> I think he knew he was getting him back. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> like the love. It's only when I had a child. Ah, yes. Like, I see that you get it. I, I see them how they love their children. Like, oh, mm. It's great. But only when you have a child yourself. I think do so. Do you really understand? And I don't necessarily think that it's. It may be in consent to the hormones and like carrying the child yourself because I've seen yeah. people that foster and have adoptive children that love their children just as much I think yeah. it's just the thing that 
That person is mine. Yeah. He's my responsibility. That's right. What always strikes me is that when you um what I what I really love is that there's a period in the Bible where you don't really hear much about Jesus. Mm. So there's a time where he goes, um, where he appears at the temple and he's preaching on the steps. And then there's a period of probably about 10 to 15 years where you don't Just hear quiet. a word. And I think that was the time that Mary took to really like hone in on mm. who this man was mm. and the character of Jesus and teaching him those valuable you know those valuable things about morals and things like that of course and yeah we, even though we're at work and yeah you do have mum guilt i, I get yep. it but the times <laughs> that you have with them to really hone in on their character hone in on the morals that you want to teach them and the person and the man the man because we have boys the yeah. man that we expect them to be um we have to really cherish that time and yes, sometimes it's yes. not about going to because me and you we're very social <laughs> i love <laughs> we're it very, we're very social we you know it's, sometimes it's not about taking that time to go and see this person and and going taking taking a car to go see that person but yeah. really just focusing in on spending, spending time, time with them time with them yeah because our time is limited that's right that's right i'm currently on maternity leave so it's just and um he hasn't been in nursery mm -hmm. during the time that i'm spending at home with this littlest one but honestly it's just looking at him and thinking we have spent quality time together mm -hmm. he knows me a lot better than he did previously and i know him a lot better than i did like i really understand him trying to understand his emotions his character because as a to a two-year-old, he certainly has character. <laughs> just understanding each other. So, no, that has been good. That has been good. Just that it's a time for you to teach. Teaching some. And, you know, I look back and even teaching the Bible. Oh, my son, who, at bedtime, I'm like, what what story, what book do you want to read? And he would say, I want to read the Bible. Like, those moments when he actually requests the Bible, I'm like, yes, I must be doing something right. He wants to, obviously his Bible's got a lot more, lots more pictures and that, and there's probably more the pictures than the story in it. But I think it's just, it's just a good thing, you know, starting them early, it's teaching them early, right. you know, that, is it. that there is God, there's this higher creator, how to live their lives, just picking different stories from the Bible, emphasizing it. He he calls Sarah and Abraham grandma and grandpa. Like honestly, it's the cutest, the cutest thing. And that was his idea. I think I remember pointing at a picture of Abraham. And I said, who is this? And he said, Grandpa. I was like, right, okay, that's it then. It's Grandpa <laughs> Abraham and Grandma Sarah. <laughs> so it's just little things. And he says the Lord's Prayer as well. And it's oh, it's beautiful to watch, to see that having that responsibility, one, knowing that, you know, it's God has gifted us with these kids and it's we are um, custodians for them like we're looking after them for god like they're god's mm. children you know we are just privileged to bring them up um to follow the path god has for them it's just having that in mind knowing that as much as this is my kid i'm looking after this kid for god and i have to make sure that you know i do my little bit to put them in the path that god intends for them really just helping them along that path so if anybody's listening, <laughs> yeah, which we hope they are, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Like, really struggling to bring God into the home. Mm. Um, in concern to um, showing morals, the morals of Christ. And <laughs> what would you say? How would you encourage them? Oh, first of all, pray about it. No pressure on yourself. Yes. No absolute pressure just pray about it and if you feel like you want to do something do it and don't push them kids kids like at the end of the day they're god's children god would take control you just pray have, have the intention to do what you want to do and pray about it i say this because i just had a thought to teach my son the Lord's Prayer. Because I would always pray with him before bed. And you know doing meals and everything. And I was praying no more adult prayer. Do you know? And I just felt in my spirit one day. To teach him the Lord's Prayer. Which I did. My husband was at work. I didn't tell him oh I was going to teach. Because I just felt it in that moment. And that was it. And by teaching the Lord's Prayer. I mean just read out the Lord's Prayer. You know. Because he knows things by repetition. And the following day. <laughs> My husband was putting him to bed. And what did I hear? The Lord's Prayer. We hadn't discussed it. I hadn't said to my husband, oh, I'm going to go through the Lord's Prayer with him. It just so happened that one night I felt like I should, I should read the Lord's Prayer to him. And literally the following night, I'm not even making this up, when my husband was putting him to bed, he was reading him the Lord's Prayer. And when he came upstairs and I said, oh, hang on, we did that yesterday. Did he tell you, like my kid, did he tell you about it? And he said, no, he just felt like he should read out the Lord's Prayer to him. And in that moment, I got a bit of uh, information from God. I am in this with you. You know, when you heard yesterday to do the Lord's Prayer, that was me speaking to you because I want him to learn the Lord's Prayer. And when I say, don't put pressure on yourself, it's God sees your heart. And he knows that you want to do what you want to do to help your kids or to bring God into the family and everything. So just pray about it and follow the leading of the Spirit. If you feel like you want to pray with him today or read a certain part of the Bible, tell me. But there's no pressure. Comparison is a thief of joy. Don't look Say at what... <laughs> Honestly, comparison is the thief of joy. And I have experience of that. Like there's so many times I've been really sad because I'm looking at another kid or another parent and I'm saying, oh, but he should be doing this or I should be doing this. And I'm not happy with the progress that we have made in our own little family, little bubble. So pray about it. That's all I'm going to say. And just go with the flow. At the end of the day, he's God's child. And, you know, God will open his heart to learn. You don't want to force a kid into religion or force a kid into belief or anything. It's all going to be the Holy Spirit who takes charge in the end. So You want to encourage a Encourage. Child, child exactly. That's right. Because I think... Oh, right. <laughs> sister. Because I think for too long we have we have depended upon religion. We yeah, must do things this way. We that's must right. do things that way. When really God is just saying, "Let me in." Like it's all right for you to just read yeah, the word. The yeah. word is the word. The, the word is powerful. Exactly. Don't just it's put the words on a page. Let it live. Let it breathe new yeah. life into your family, into yes. your home, into yes. your job, and all the rest of it. That's right. That's so. right. Just exp Just give your kid the opportunity to be exposed to it. So, 
Um, it could be anything as listening to Christian children's Christian music or just have, having worship songs in the background or whatever it is. Just allow room for the Holy Spirit to work. You know, if, if you want your kid to know about Jesus, then maybe think about Bible stories, think about praying, think about songs. Allow, give Jesus something to work with. That's what I say. <laughs> That's the way I put it, but no, just pray about it. No pressure, no pressure at all. Brilliant. No pressure. Right, do you want to pray to finish? I could. And I've got my lovely assistant here. We're going to pray together. Um, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity to have a chat with Dee, um, for the opportunity to engage with our audience who are listening. We pray for the hearts and for the minds of people, that you touch them in the way that you see best. You know all our individual circumstances. You know what we are going through. You know our innermost desires, our innermost needs. We ask, Lord God, that you meet each and every one of us at our point of needs. We pray your blessings on this podcast and we thank you for Dee, our lovely host. We thank you for this platform that she's using to share about her experience and about you. We ask, oh Lord God, that these would be a way to reach people, um, to bless people and to bring many people to the knowledge of, of you. Thank you, Father, for we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This won't be the last time. No, it won't. It was lovely, (laughs) y'all. Thank you, Dee. Bye, everyone. (laughs)